We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Marketing Nerds here with SCJ. My name is Danielle Antos. I am the copy editor for Search Engine Journal. I'm here today with Caitlin Ruling. She is the director of communication and development for a nonprofit called Squalor to Scholar. They work with um, children in India, getting them into school. Hi, Caitlin. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining me. We're going to talk today about... Social media for nonprofits, one of the things I really think is important is for everyone in the online marketing industry to share knowledge with nonprofits. They generally have a really limited budget, and so providing information like this is a pretty cool way to help out. So you are actually ahead of a nonprofit, and today we're going to talk about the different social media things that you've seen work for nonprofits and just mistakes you see make, any kind of advice you have to share with um, anyone running a nonprofit. Yeah, I, uh, I've been doing uh, social media management and PR for a few years and then uh, running this nonprofit. But one of the things that I really think is important is two-way communication. That is the basic of my principles, my philosophy behind social media management. I mean, I just try to think about it as just networking, like nonprofit not hiring a specific person to manage your social medias. Um, it's They're more likely to feel confident and comfortable posting on a platform that they use constantly. Right. Um, However, for content curation and stuff, I do love the app Zite, uh, Z-I-T-E. It's, um, it's like Google Alerts, but it <laughs> learns what you like. It helps what you find um, relevant um, and pushes content you probably wouldn't find elsewhere. Um, it's incredibly clean, which I really like. Um, unfortunately, it's only an app. It's not a website, but you can download it on your phone, and it's my favorite tool to help me abide by the 80-20 rule, which right. is... You push 80%, you know, others' content and 20% of your own, uh, which is very important for social or for nonprofit for social media because you don't want to just like, like I was saying earlier, drive fundraising payouts, right. you know. Um, but it pushes it, um, it pushes is, ah, issue centric content rather than like just broadcasting information about yourself. And I always tell everybody about it. <laughs> That's good. So, like, say a nonprofit's on Facebook, what kind of information do they be sharing? Like, it's, it's a nonprofit, they have limited resources, so they're not, maybe they're blogging, but they're not blogging often enough to share daily or even maybe weekly. What kind of information or posts would they want to use? Um, I would say definitely, kind of like I was mentioning earlier and engaging in the community, focus on other businesses and NPOs, NGOs in your area or in your kind of realm. Um, these nonprofit organizations are going to be much more effective if we all kind of start banding together. This is going to help with social media because that's communal at its base. You have to be too. Um, people inherently want to put a face to their brand. Um, and so that's the same, whether it be a for-profit organization or a for-purpose organization, which is what I like to call it. Um, don't just talk about how you're raising money. Um, make your organization like a real entity. Show what you're doing. Show who your staff and volunteers are. Like, 
why should we like what these people like? Um, you're going to get donors by showing the people who work for you aren't just employees. Um, they're advocates. They're passionate about your mission. Um, you can't do that without making them real people first. So it's really important to just like to broadcast those people who are involved right. in your organization already. That's fair. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think a lot of nonprofits are too busy sharing, you know, oh, we raised this much or with you know, whatever, we're trying to meet this goal, which it's too easy to push, push, push versus saying, because I know I've seen the photos that you've shared of the kids that you've helped get in school and they're adorable. And it's, you're not asking for money, but you're showing what you're doing with that money kind of passively. Yeah. And it's really important. Like, I mean, we're always, everybody is on social media, streaming through Twitter, Facebook. And one of, I think, the biggest assets that nonprofits have is we have those stories. Um, so get visual. I mean, photos are so easy to post by anybody, whether it be a volunteer or your professional photographer. So post those photos um, that you can quickly snap, but use them to tell a story. Like rather than just giving, you know, giving a simple caption or even worse, no caption at all, write up a little reason why you picked that photo, why that's important. Like we, we have, um, so, so many assets to tell these stories and that's what people want to hear. Like, yes, it's important to show how much you fundraise and do that, but don't do that all the time. Like use right. all of these wonderful, you know, examples that you have. That's cool. It's interesting. Telling a story, I think that's pretty easy to forget. And that's what we do even in for brands. The whole thing is to tell the story for your brand. And I think nonprofits kind of forget that, that they do have. I mean, that's brands go through a lot of money and a lot of energy to build that story to tell, you know, the story versus a nonprofit that has that already. It's built yeah. into who they are. So the next thing I want to talk about was metrics and ROA uh, uh, or uh, I can't talk today. ROI, return on investment. So what kind of metrics should nonprofits be looking at on social media or do you think it changes? Um, I think it definitely changes just like anything with social media. Like it's constantly changing, which is why it's important to, you know, kind of get an expert to help when you can. I mean, obviously, like I work in the nonprofit realm. We have zero budget for that. Right. But everybody does have a Facebook these days and is quote unquote a social media expert. So, I mean, be hesitant about just assigning your page to your assistant or a staff member's niece who is in college and knows how to do it for free. Um, these social media outlets, especially Facebook, are now the first place that people go to get an idea about an organization. So you want it to have a good face. Um, you're competing against the rest of the huge World Wide Web. So make sure, first off, whoever's managing your page is just as skilled as the person that you're sending out to represent your company at that networking meeting. Um but one of the, the metrics that I really find useful, and it kind of goes back to that original, like you're already on it platform, so it's easy to learn, it's easy for the, you know, maybe not the big professional of social media to, to learn about, is the Facebook metrics. If you go in there, that's a great just kind of elementary insight that you can have into your like analytical value is, I mean, you can go in, you can see the age range of the people who are checking out your page, the gender, the areas, what is driving them to that Facebook page. And since most nonprofits are inherently on Facebook, that's a good one to look at. Um, and that's if just the uh, Facebook Insights is actually what that yeah. one's called. Yeah, that yeah, one's pretty easy to get to. Insights, you can see um, one of the, the assets that I really use when you're deciding when to schedule out your posts and stuff is what time your um, your viewers view your page most often. And you can oh, view yeah. it on a um, day-to-day basic. You can see, oh, okay, so most of our people are on at 
10 in the morning. So I should probably post more content around 10 in the morning or 8 p.m. at night or whenever it is. And once you've had your page for a little while, you can kind of get a gist on that. And I feel like that's really helpful just because there are so many Facebook pages now. Yeah, that's fair enough. I know that the metrics get really difficult, especially for people, you know, like the way that you guys run yours is I know that you've got your hand in just about everything. There's not 20 people that are donating their time. So one thing I think there's been a push in the online marketing community is to have people who are willing to donate their time Uh to help nonprofits. And I'd like to see more of that. I really would. Um, It usually doesn't take a whole lot of time. It doesn't. Um But at the same time, social media has become way too big to relegate to spare time. So the more people that you have who, who that you've seen, um, are good at social media, know how to write those, you know, 140 character or less little quips that are engaging and can show like content while also being short and fast. Once you have a couple of people who can do that, it really just, it goes quickly. Once you have people taking photos, like those are easy to post. Yeah. And, and, you know, and you have those people who are passionate about it already, let them take control of it. But at the same time, like one of the things that I really heart for nonprofits especially is it is important to pay attention to social media. Like keep it updated. Having a neglected social media page is more destructive to an organization or business than not having a page at all, in my opinion. Right. Like, don't just hawk your page when you're going through your fundraising season or when you're going through a certain campaign, when you're preparing for, you know, your big fun run every year. Like, you have this awesome availability to promote your organization to millions of people all over the world instantly for free. Like, it's a vital tool. So take as much advantage of it as you can year-round. Um, people are going to trust your organization and respond much better when you're consistent about posting throughout the whole right. year. So make sure that you have those people who are committed or at least one person who's committed before you, you know, throw up social media all over the place. Make sure that you have the ability to keep it updated regularly. Well, I like the idea you gave of having like multiple people because like I said, it can be a time suck and it shouldn't just be you know, something you do once a week, but having three or four people, like, you know, you have the person who is, because you go over to India occasionally, you know, you have you posting over there and then someone else posting because they're doing a different arm of the organization. So if there's three or four people who really are just using their spare time, that all comes together to create a pretty good social media. Um, So everyone's got their favorite tools. So I am currently in love with Buffer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I know Hootsuite's another really popular one. So what's your favorite social media tool for managing? Um, for managing, I mean, besides like Zite, like I mentioned before, just because it gives me so much good content so easily. And yep. I'm a news junkie anyway. So that's sending me the stuff that I want to read for fun as well as the stuff that's going to help me with my nonprofit. Um, I've looked into Buffer and I, I really like it. I haven't gotten to play with it as much as I would like. Um and Hootsuite, I mean, it's a, it's down to the basics. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it has helped me a lot. And if you're going into it and you need to manage a couple of different social pages, um, they have a really good free portion of it. Um, it's been around long enough that it's easy to get help with, right. um, which I like about it. I use that predominantly right now just because I don't have a lot of time to learn a new platform. Um, Buffer is very similar from what I've gathered. So either one of those, um, but I really, I mean, when I'm dealing with just my nonprofit stuff, especially, um, squalor to scholar, I really just stay on the platforms 
Um, I play on Twitter constantly just kind of to update the world about whatever's going through my head on my personal page as well as, you know, on my Facebook page. Um, So when I'm on there, it's easy to switch over and be like, oh, you know, my volunteer who I'm already friends with on my personal Facebook page posted this picture or one of my donors posted a picture that I sent them of their student. It's easy for me to just click share because I'm an admin on my page. So if you have those volunteers who don't have the time to learn a new platform, like I really go back to that for, especially for nonprofit, like yeah. so many amazing tech tools and I love them all, but I'm also a, you know, a social media manager. I'm a public relations specialist. Right. So if you're having volunteers who only have like a few minutes a day to devote to your thing, you know, teach them how to use the platforms that they're already on because they're going to be a lot more willing to learn those than they are a new platform on top of it. That's good advice. All right, so we're almost out of time, but I have one last question. What is the one piece of advice you have, one piece of advice you can give a nonprofit organization for what they should do above all else? What would it be? I would say um, what, I guess there's two parts. (laughs) Um, Keep it updated. That is the big thing. Keep it updated. Um, I mean, whether it's a couple times a week or, you know, a couple times a day, whatever you can allot to it, just keep it active. Um, And also have fun with it. Like one of the reasons I love working in social media is because it's so fast paced, but also because it's so lighthearted. Like people who are on social media, are they go there to decompress. So use that to your advantage. Like you don't have to be serious all the time. Share relevant content, but you know, don't, don't do like the save the children campaign kind of thing. You don't have to be sad, be serious, but have fun with it too. And, and that's probably my biggest advice. That's very good advice. Well, thank you, Caitlin, for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm glad you took the time. So once again, I'm Danielle and the copy editor at Search Engine Journal. And this is Caitlin. She is the director of communications and development for Squalor to Scholar, a nonprofit. We will see you guys next time for Marketing Nerds. Thanks. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.